Welcome to Wounds to Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Conchetta Andriani, here to bring you a weekly dose of spiritual medicine for the body, mind, and soul. This podcast is to help inspire women to learn how to navigate their spiritual awakening, to step into their healing journey, and to be the empowered and divine feminine they were always meant to be. Join us each week as we discuss a variety of spiritual and holistic topics. Think of it like having a best friend supporting you on your journey to awakening, healing, and self-love. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and join us in today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for joining me in today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. My name is Conchetta Andriani, and I am your host. So today, I wanted to start off by saying thank you so much to everyone who tuned into my very first podcast that was launched last week. All of the love and support that I received was truly heartfelt, and I greatly appreciate it. But I just wanted to share something about, you know, how I got to this place, how I got to here now me doing these podcasts because if you would have asked me a year ago about doing a podcast I probably would have laughed and said you got to be kidding me I would never do anything like that but recognizing that I had a wound or a trauma or better yet a fear that was so embedded within This fear was a fear of public speaking and a fear of putting myself out there authentically because I was afraid of being judged, being ridiculed, being, you know, perceived by friends and family as strange or crazy or, you know, just judged. But you know, I recognize that this this wound or this fear that I was living from was preventing me from tapping into my authenticity. It was preventing me from doing things. It was preventing me from being who I truly am. And it was preventing me from moving forward and growing and evolving as a person. So essentially, I was looking at fear and recognizing that essentially it was holding me hostage or it was a form of self-punishment. But what I really wanted to talk about today was the topic of fear, as I just shared a little bit of my experience. And because humanity, you know, in general, humans operate 99% of the time from the subconscious, you know, like the just the automatic subconscious that we we go through every single day, we don't even think about things, we just do them because it's automatic. You know, we get up every day and we brush our teeth and we go to work and we, you know, cook dinner and we, you know, we do all of these things throughout our day, every single day. 
that's just on autopilot. It's subconscious. And we don't think about the things that we're doing. But we've also become so subconscious to other things that are affecting our life, things that we keep ourselves back from, experiences that we keep ourselves back from, you know, things like trying new things or pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and basically just moving out of your subconscious and into the conscious. But here's the funny thing is the moment that we do start to move out of that comfort zone is when we start to become conscious because we start to feel that discomfort. We start to feel uncomfortable and you know, that's when the emotions, those subconscious programs like fear kind of creeps in. And what it does is it's your ego now saying to you, you can't do that. You're not good enough. What what are you thinking? What are people going to say? You're not good enough. You don't know how to do that. You don't deserve it. So this is, this is how the ego operates. So the moment that you go from autopilot or subconscious to conscious, your ego quickly comes in it's like that operating system in a computer that just kicks in and it just does what it's always done and and the ego's job is really just to protect you it thinks that it's protecting you because this is the this is the software that got put into your brain your subconscious brain at some point in your life and usually this happens in our childhood at a very young age through a traumatic experience or event or a series of events. And so I really wanted to talk about this today because this is this is something that, you know, is so deep rooted and needs to be brought into consciousness or awareness because the only way that you can heal this this deep wound, this subconscious program is by actually recognizing and acknowledging that we all have we all have this it's just part of how we've been programmed as a human being on this planet earth so what i'm going to talk about is what is fear like what is it really and the best way to describe fear is to describe it as an illusory complex something that creates a separation from source God and a distortion of our perception of our own reality. Because when you're operating from your mind or your ego, you are always going to be given this distortion. It's not truth. It's just a program. When you operate from your heart, that is when you're operating from your truth, your knowing, and it's a different vibration, it's a different frequency, right? So fear is just an emotion that has a vibrational frequency or consciousness, right? So for me personally, I grew up in a family that had a lot of trauma and fear that they experienced in their own childhood. And because they did not heal this part of themselves, they 
were operating from this place of fear or subconscious programming. And everything that I was taught as a child and that I experienced when I was growing up was always coming from this state of fear. And this was what was being programmed into me because of how my parents were operating from fear of not having enough money, fear of the unknown, fear of death, fear of illness, fear of the world, fear of the future. And because they came to a country where they didn't speak the language, you know, that fear was deep. It was something that, you know, is a very difficult thing to face when you immigrate to a country that you you don't know anybody, you don't know the language, and you know, I, I can understand how difficult it was for them. However, this was the operating system that my parents were operating from. And it was that state of fight or flight, or that state of survival. And so this is how most people, I think, grow up, but I'm just speaking personally, just to give an example. And so this is how I grew up. I grew up in a home that, you know, everything I was taught about the world was to be feared. You know, the world is a scary place and there's scary people and bad things happen and you can't trust people and you have to work hard for your money and, you know, life is hard and, you know, all of these stories that I just heard and became part of my ego construct, became part of my basically subconscious wiring. And so this just accumulates over a lifetime. And the, the older you are, the more years you have of this programming. It just continues to build and build and build. It gets deeper and deeper and therefore making it more challenging to recognize because it becomes your normal state of being. You don't even think about it. It's just how you are, right? And so what happens is, is most of us, because we are operating at a subconscious level, we don't really recognize how fear how this wound is actually affecting us. And so I wanna talk about this because this is having to give it consciousness. This is having to become aware that we have this operating system within us. And when you can become aware of it, you can recognize that it literally controls every aspect of our life. It is a form of self-punishment. It is preventing us from living a fulfilling life, from achieving our goals and dreams, and ultimately preventing us from being our true authentic selves. So you cannot live in fear and live in love at the same time. It is absolutely impossible. And so how do you know you're living in a state of love or in a state of fear? Well, here are some examples. If you're living in a state of love, you recognize and understand and know that you are connected to Source God and that everything is divinely guided and that everything has a higher purpose and that you are a soul being incarnated here at this time, in this lifetime, to experience this life, to, to go through and experience and learn lessons here on this planet and that there is no fear. It's just part of the soul contract that you have made to come here 
and fulfill your soul purpose, your soul mission, and you live from a place of love and joy and acceptance and surrender and compassion. You cannot have fear. You cannot have those low vibrational states when you're living in a state of love and that essentially is living in in your heart space so you allow your heart to guide you that inner voice your intuition that true essence of who you are and you listen to that part of you and it guides you and you ultimately live in more of a state of flow you just allow things just come and go and ebb and flow and you don't attach yourself to people or things or experiences you know that they're part of your experience but you don't attach to them so this is just a, an explanation of if you're living in a state of love but when you're sitting when you're living in a state of fear you're ultimately running from your ego your mind and your mind is always telling you things that are negative that are low vibration and to be if to be afraid and to be in fear and, you know, um, preventing you from doing things in life. And, you know, again, some examples are maybe there's something that you've wanted to do, but you're just afraid to do it. Change your career, but you're afraid to change it because you're in a comfort zone. And, you know, ego likes to stay in a comfort zone. It's comfortable there. It doesn't want you to change anything because if you change it, it means that you have to now face that discomfort. And it's an interesting thing when you can start to look at, look at yourself more objectively, disconnect from the emotions for a moment and just look at it for what it is. Fear is also something that prevents you from showing people your true vulnerable self, your authentic self. You know, people often hide behind their masks or their personas or their you know illusions or they want people to have a certain perception of them because they're afraid to show people who they truly are and so you know again another example is myself I've been holding my back, my, myself back for quite a while to share experiences in my spiritual gifts and and the journey that I've been on because I've had a fear of judgment about what people think. But, you know, I'm at a point right now where I've accepted and forgiven myself and healed enough where I'm now allowing my heart to guide me more than I'm allowing my ego to guide me. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I have a long way to go on my healing journey. But when you start to do some healing, you can start to see the shifts and recognize the changes. And when you start making choices, you start making them more consciously. You start to really tap into that part of you and say, okay, am I making this choice because I'm afraid? Or am I making this choice because I'm letting my heart guide me and trusting in that, right? So this is just some examples. And, um, you know, fear affects all aspects of our life, everything. And, you know, it's, it's a shame because being a human, like we have so much potential. We ultimately are really only operating from what, 5% of our brain, right? The rest of it is, is subconscious, right? 
And so it's that subconscious part of us that's running our life. Now, can you imagine if you actually were able to use more of your brain at a conscious level, how much power you would have? It would be unbelievable. But, you know, how how do we measure fear? And, you know, this is, this is another question I wanted to answer because if you can think of fear as it's it's a consciousness itself right it's a it's a vibrational frequency and you know there's this dr david r hawkins he's an md and and phd um and he created a, a scale it's called the hawking scale of consciousness and this ultimately has been used to measure emotional vibrations or frequencies and just imagine it if you will like an upside down triangle and at the very bottom of the triangle you have um, the lower vibrational densities the energies of shame and guilt and fear and anger and hate and jealousy like those are all low density negative vibrations that are ultimately controlled by your ego and so fear uh, vibrates at about a hundred and so this scale goes from 20 to 700 and higher but fear is about 100. And then um, just to give you a, a comparison, courage is at about 200. Love, the frequency of love vibrates at about 500. And then you have enlightenment or super consciousness, which is 700 or higher. And an example of this would be, you know, people like Gandhi or Buddha or many other ascended masters that lived on earth, including Jesus. Okay. Now, understanding that it's this vibe, this fear has a vibration or a frequency to it, um, you know, makes it a little easier to understand where you're operating from. And so whenever you have an emotion, if you're able to observe and ask yourself, you know, am I operating from love? Or am I operating from fear? Is it preventing me from doing something? Is it trying to protect me? Or my ego is trying to protect me? Or am I being guided to do something because my intuition is, is pushing me in that direction? My higher self is, is guiding me to my highest timeline, my highest good, right? Being able to differentiate between, between the two. And so, you know, being a spiritual podcast, I'm assuming that many people who are listening understand about spirituality and recognizing that we are all spiritual beings. We are energy, soul beings that we come here and incarnate in our physical vessels here to experience life. But when we go through our experience of spiritual awakening, this is essentially the awakening of our consciousness. We become consciously aware that we've been operating from that subconscious. And so a lot of the veils or the distortion or the illusions that our ego has been doing or giving us it suddenly becomes clear and we begin the soul's healing journey, right? As we do begin to do our inner healing, we start to heal some of those old wounds and traumas and limiting beliefs. And as we heal these low density vibrational consciousnesses, we begin to increase our consciousness and we begin to vibrate at a higher frequency or vibration. 
So just picture the scale. And so as you start to heal those lower densities, your, your energy naturally begins to rise. And, you know, this is, this is essentially the ascension path once you begin your spiritual awakening. So when you begin this journey, it's very, very difficult. And the more traumas and wounds and, and, you know, horrible things that you've experienced in your life, the harder it is to move through these, these frequencies or emotions because they're very painful. And oftentimes they've been suppressed. When you suppress emotions, they do become deeper and bigger. And then that becomes our shadow. And we know that the ego doesn't like to look at the shadow. So we don't go there because it's just too painful. But, uh, you know, in order for us to evolve and to grow and to ascend, we need to release and heal these traumas and these wounds. And so fear is what I chose to specifically talk about because it is one of the most powerful and common wound or trauma that humanity has. We all have this and it is being used against us because, you know, the people that have enslaved us on this planet Earth, you know, these elite people that are in power, they know that fear is it weakens humanity and as a collective you know we've been controlled and we've been controlled through fear and how do you ask well propaganda fear tactics you know how our government controls us authority controls us all the fear that they inject into the collective through all the wars they've created and that's a big rabbit hole to go down and I may cover that in another podcast, but essentially the reason why we have been kept in a state of fear is because when you are in, when you are in fear, you ultimately give away your power. You subconsciously give away that part of you, that sovereignty, and allow other people or authority to control or dictate how you live your life, much like your ego, right? And so how do you overcome fear? You know, this is a great question. And today I'm just going to give you a few tips and exercises on how to overcome fear because there's many different levels of fear, right? There's so many layers to it. And it's impossible to heal all of it in one go. It is an ongoing journey. And as you start to peel away each layer, there's just another one and another one. But it does get easier. And so for me to be able to get on here and do this podcast just proves that I have had to shed many layers of wounds and fears in my lifetime to be able to do this podcast. So it can be done. It is possible, but it does require a lot of work, a lot of, you know, self-healing, inner healing. It's a soul journey and, you know, it's an ongoing journey, but it gets easier each time. But I'm going to share a few tips with you. So a great way to, you know, help deal with your fear is to face it. And I know it sounds a lot easier than it, you know, than than actually doing it, but sometimes you just have to face it and do it anyways. You know, that fear of learning to do something new and your ego is trying to keep you back because it's scary. You can't do it. 
you don't know what you're doing. What are people going to think, right? And this is what I had to overcome with public speaking is I knew I had this deep wound that was preventing me from doing this, from moving out of my comfort zone, but I faced it anyways and I did it. And, you know, it took a bit of time. It took a lot of healing and it took a lot of courage for me to stand up and step in and just face it. And I did it anyways. And I just said, well, you know, I'm going to do this because I am going to overcome this. And it doesn't matter if it's imperfect. It doesn't matter if people judge me. It doesn't really matter. The fact is, is that I'm actually doing it and facing it and doing it has given me so much courage and power and confidence. And I have overcome this obstacle. And I know now that I I can overcome many other obstacles that have been holding me back in life. So it's just one step at a time, right? So facing it and doing it anyways. Another great way is to just stop the negative self-talk. And that's another way of knowing that your ego, your subconscious program is running, is that you're hearing all of these negative thoughts coming in your mind. Your ego is telling you, can't do that. You don't know how to do that. Why are you doing that? No, you can't do that. This is the negative self-talk. And if you can actually just observe that, get out of your head for a minute and just say, wait a second, why am I not letting myself do this? Observe it and acknowledge it and then replace it with a positive emotion. Instead of hearing your ego say, you can't do that, you're not good enough, you can replace it with, I am able to do anything that I set my mind to. I am confident and I will be successful. You know, these are sort of the things that you can do if you can catch yourself in the moment. Another way of dealing with fears is just embrace it and surrender. And just say to yourself, okay, I have fear a fear of, you know, public speaking. And I'm okay with that. And I'm just going to surrender and just allow it for the moment. Feel it, experience it, and just be okay with it. Don't stay in it, but just be okay with it in that moment. Don't judge it. Just embrace it. And, you know, which leads to the next, which is really just becoming present. Become present with your emotions, right? Like observe them. And a great way of doing that is is meditation. Just sitting down, feeling that emotion, observing it, recognizing it, and just allowing that emotion to move through you so that you can process it. And just allowing and and adding some breath work to that. Breath work is amazing for helping to transform and heal emotions because it gets you from out of your head and into your heart space, right? It takes you out of that thinking and you can do breath work by counting, you know, in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, you hold for one, two, three, four, five, six, and then you breathe out for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And your mind is occupied by counting and is not able to focus on those emotions. So you do the breath work and focus on the counting and eventually it just calms your mind down and puts you into your heart space. And when you're in your heart space, you're not thinking from ego. You're not 
thinking from fear you're thinking or feeling from love right and you can make better choices from the heart space and then finally you know something that's really important and does require a little bit of effort and a little bit of work and in many cases some help perhaps from you know somebody who is experienced in this is doing shadow work and inner child healing and ultimately what this is is just diving into those wounds and traumas through exploration and emotional curiosity and just going through the process of feeling and healing and this can be a very challenging thing to do depending on you know how deep you're willing to go but for me when I was doing my own shadow work and inner child healing work you know it was it was challenging but you know I I was able to tap into a lot of my childhood traumas and a lot of my limiting beliefs and understanding like where did I pick up these beliefs recognizing where they came from and going through a process of forgiveness and releasing and loving yourself for it and once you're able to do that and you you actually transform that energy and that emotion that that vibration you transform it and you let it go you transmute it and then you've now created space for more positive or vibrational energy to come in right a higher consciousness to come in anyways um, yeah just those are just a few tips that you can do and try that may help you deal with some of your fears that you're going through and another great exercise to do is you know if you have a journal or a diary is to just write down some of your blocks or limiting beliefs that you are aware of that have prevented you from doing things in your life you know some questions to ask yourself have you held yourself back from trying new things? Do you have a fear of others judging you? Do you have a fear of death or illness? Do you have a habit of shying away from things that make you feel uncomfortable? Do you worry about not having enough money? How often do you, how often do you worry or challenge yourself or push yourself outside of your comfort zone? These are things that you can ask yourself and honestly answer them because you'll start to see a pattern and the pattern is always, always the fear that creeps in to your thoughts and your emotions and they ultimately dictate how you go about living your life. And, you know, ultimately, as we're going through this, this collective evolution of consciousness as a whole, and the more and more people that awaken um, and the more that people take responsibility for healing themselves, the more we increase the collective vibration. So in the process of healing ourselves, we also contribute and help to heal and raise the collective energy and vibration. And it's a beautiful thing because, you know, this is where we're going. And healing is such an integral part of moving, growing, evolving, and becoming 
the full truth of who we are, spiritual beings and embodying the higher self, the higher being, our higher consciousness. So anyways, I really hope that this episode helped with explaining, you know, fear and how it affects your life and how maybe some things that you can do to help heal and yeah, and give you a deeper understanding of, you know, how our brains or our ego is is operating and what we can do to change that because we always have a choice. And that's the thing is we we live in a state of free will. So we always have a choice whether we wish to heal ourselves or not. But, you know, you know, if you don't heal yourself, you will you will not evolve into your full potential. And we are so much more than what we have been told. We are so much more than our bodies, our names, our identities. We are we are multi-dimensional beings. We are very powerful. We have such a deep wisdom within us that we can start to tap into if we just allow ourselves to do it, do the work, do the healing, and be able to access this part of ourselves that's always been there. It's just that we forgot and humanity is going through the great awakening and in the process of awakening and healing, we are going to go through a remembering of who we are. And that's a beautiful thing. So I wish everybody many blessings. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And until the next time. for listening to this week's episode of Wounds to Wisdom podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or if you wish to be a guest on my show, you can reach me by joining my Facebook group called Wounds to Wisdom with Conchetta Andriani. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.